Lord, let me always put you first, Lord God. If there's anything in my life, Lord Jesus, that I've put before you, Lord God, if you have to remove it, Lord Jesus, and I pray that you would remove it, God, because nothing is more important than a relationship with you, God. Nothing is more important than our walk with you, Lord Jesus. If there's things, Lord God, in our spiritual lifestyle that need to change, Lord God, remove it, Lord God, and change us, Lord Jesus. Jesus, so that we can walk in your path, Lord God, so that we can seek after your way, Lord God, and so when our time here on earth is up, Lord God, that you would welcome us, Lord God, and that you would not say, depart from me, Lord Jesus, Lord, let us be, Lord, who you've called us to be, Lord Jesus, for those, Lord God, who are wondering, is all this necessary, Lord God, let this message be a reminder to them that yes, it is necessary. It is necessary for God to be first in our life. It is necessary for there to be nothing before our relationship with God. No title matters. No position matters. None of those matters, Lord God, but our relationship with you matter. Can you all just pray that prayer today? in California when I used to live in California and they were in truth but then the pastor started to open up the doors and I think I don't remember I didn't go to this church but I heard about it um I remember I think like he started he had somebody who was not in truth come and he probably in his mind thought it's okay he's gonna speak a good word and it's okay but that little thing open up the door for another little thing. And this church is like, they still call themselves a church, but they are the furthest thing from a church. And if you were to look at the pastor, you would be like, you live for God because he is just so far from that. But the sad thing is, not just that he walked away because he still knows what truth is. Even if he's not living it, he still knows it. And the adults that were in the church, they still know even though they walked away. But the children and the grandchildren, they have been not exposed to truth at all. And so if you wonder, is it necessary? Is it important? Yes, it's necessary. Yes, it's important. Because the choice you make today, you might think this is a small choice. It doesn't matter. It's not going to harm me. It's not that. But then tomorrow, you're going to make another choice. And the next day, you're going to make another choice. And when you look in this sanctuary, there are people who sat on pews week after week after week. And they thought, I'm fooling everybody. Nobody knows. But they didn't fool God. And they're not here today because they let something 
you can have a title at work and that I know this is my job. I create budgets. And at the end of last year, they told us, you have to lay people off. We're not going to have the budget for it. And so we had to lay people off. They had the title. One day they came to work, and the next day they were out of a job. If you look in the news, you hear about layoffs after layoffs. You can be a vice president. You can be a CEO. You can be a director. You can have a title and work, but none of that matters because you can lose it in a blink of an eye. You can think you have all the time in the world and you can say nothing will ever happen to me. And you can get a cancer diagnosis. You can get into a car accident. You can die. And even if you don't die, when you look at the Israelites, God warned them and they said, if you live after me, this is what you can do and this is what you will see receive. And they started like, Testing God, I imagine. They're like, let me dabble into this. Let me let me go after this. And nothing happened. So they were like, oh, let me do a little bit more. Let me do a little bit more. Let me do a little bit more. And warning after warning came, but they didn't heed it because in their heart, they probably thought God hasn't done anything yet. But that's because God was giving them time to repent. And when they didn't repent, there was a consequence for their action. God is calling us, and he's calling us to live for him, and he's calling us to be a light in the world. And how can we be a light in the world when we take on the things of the world? He's calling us to take a stand. And if that means that you have to give up some things, then you need to give up those things. Because nothing else matters because our relationship with God and our relationship with God is going to lead to eternity. And it's either going to be an eternity spent with him or it's going to be an eternity with torment. And we can look at this earth as though it's this, it's always going to be here and I'm always going to be here. But that is not the case because there will be a time where you either take your last breath or there's going to be a time when God returns. And you won't be able to say, well, give me one more minute. Give me five more minutes. Let me get it right. Our walk with God is the most important thing. How we live for God is the most important thing. And for parents, how you live for God is so important because your children are watching you. Your children are seeing you not just in this place, but they are seeing you at home. They're seeing you whether you're spending time with God. They're seeing the words that come out of your mouth. They're seeing the actions that you take. So how you live for God is so important. It's necessary for God to be first in our life. It's necessary for us to have a lifestyle that is pleasing to God and that's acceptable to God. And it doesn't matter if 75% of what I do is okay, but 25% is not. That 25%, if it's not pleasing to God, then it doesn't matter the 75% that I might think I'm doing good. Because 100% of my actions need to be pleasing unto God. It's not enough for me just to be pleasing to God in my worship in this place on Sunday. 
in everything we do, we have to be pleasing to God. And that's why we shouldn't take for granted the place that we have here to sit under a man of God and to sit under leadership that is not just speaking it, but is living it. Because there are a lot of churches where they speak a word, but they are not living that word. They get behind the pulpit and they say something that sounds good, but they're not living it behind closed doors. And so it's important in the world where churches, those that came before, they paid the price. They paid the price in intercession. They paid the price with people ridiculing them. And churches are tearing down the walls that those that came before built. But it's so thankful to be in a church where we're not tearing down those walls. To being in a church where the foundation is secure. Where the walls are secure. Where the words that are spoken are truth. And when... God is the most important thing in your life. You will be thankful for it. Because if status is the most important thing in life, if a position is the most important thing in life, if friends are the most important thing in life, if that socialization is the most important thing in life, then when they say and when they do things that are contrary to the word of God, because that is most important, you're going to begin to tear the walls down. But when God is the most important thing of your life, life, you're going to protect those walls. You're going to walk in his path. You're going to seek after his way. And that doesn't mean that there's not going to be difficult times that are going to come. And that doesn't mean when you stand for God that you're not going to have questions, that you're not going to wonder. But when those difficult times come because your foundation is sure, you will begin to say, well, God is still a healer. God is still a deliverer. God is still a way maker. God is still a comforter. God is still the strength. You'll be able to say all of that because God is the most important thing in your life. It's when he's not the most important thing in your life, when the winds become to begin to come and the storm begins to come, that you begin to hear the words of Satan and you begin to allow those words to be just stronger than the words of God. When God is not the most important thing in life, and when a prayer is not answered the way you wanted it to be answered, you'll believe the words of Satan. He'll say, see, God didn't do it. God can't do it. If God is not the most important thing in your life, when a diagnosis comes your way, you're going to listen to the words of Satan. And you're going to believe when he says, see, God doesn't love you. God doesn't care for you. When God is not the most important thing in your life, when your marriage begins to crumble, when your children begin to walk away, when you lose your job, you're going to begin to believe the words of Satan and you're going to walk away. But when God is the most important,
when you don't feel it, you will know that he is comforting you. Even when you don't feel it, you will know that he's giving you strength. Even when you don't see it, you will know that he's making a way. When he is the most important thing in your life, you will understand that even if it doesn't seem like he can heal the deepest of hurts, that if you continue to walk in his path, that those hurts will be healed, that the doors will be open, that the promises will be fulfilled. But it's only when God is the center of your life. Because if you budge a little, if you get out just a little from his covering, if you get out just a little from where he wants you to be, you are opening yourself to the lies of Satan. You are opening up yourself. And you might come week after week after week. And you might sit on the pew. But eventually, you will leave and you will walk away from God. And that's why every word that has been spoken Wednesday after Wednesday and Sunday after Sunday, God is calling somebody's name. He may not be saying the name audibly, but he, you know, he is calling your name. Because you're walking outside of the covering. You're sitting on the pew. But you're not under the covering of God. And God loves you so much that he's trying to get your attention. And he's trying to say, just come back to me. Just allow me to be the most important thing of your life. He's calling you. Because he knows if you don't, that eventually you will walk away. And there are some people that walk away that, yes, they come back to God. And we rejoice when they come back to God. But there are some who walk away and they never come back. And God is calling you. He's calling you and he wants you. To put him first again, that love that you used to have for him, he wants you to have it again. And sometimes that means taking off the pride and not worrying if anybody is looking at you. And if anybody is looking at you and judging you, then they need to come up also because we should be looking at you and rejoicing with you that God is calling you and you're accepting that call. I'm standing here today Only by God. I didn't understand why my husband was diagnosed with cancer. I didn't understand why he died. I prayed. I sought after God. I didn't understand. Well, God, why didn't you answer the prayer the way that we hoped that they would be answered?
but there's victory in death and we have to remember that that when a person dies as long as they are saved and living for God then there's victory in that death so it wasn't a defeat my husband not getting healed on earth that's not a defeat that's something to celebrate that's something to rejoice he only had to go 31 years before he made it so that's something to rejoice and I see my children now I see the love that they have for God and had I walked away in my hurt had I walked away in my pain had I walked away when I didn't understand it would have not just affected me but it would have affected them and so when I didn't understand when I didn't have words to pray, I still went to God. In my tears, I went to God. In the silence, I went to God. When it hurt, I went to God. I held on, even though it may have seemed dark, even though I didn't know when the healing would come. I kept coming to God, and I kept coming to God. And I stand here today a testimony that God can take the brokenness. He can take the deepest of pains. He can take the deepest of questions. And he can make it whole. And he can make something beautiful come out of something that seems so tragic. He could have something grow in what seemed to have been just destruction, but not just in me and my children as well, because God has a calling and a purpose for their lives. And Satan wanted to defeat us because he knew what God could do if we allowed him to do it. And so I stand here saying it did not work. Though it was painful, though the road was death, though the journey was hard, it didn't work because we stood on the firm foundation of God. If we could just pray and if the altar is open for those if it's somebody who needs to evaluate their relationship with God, and maybe there were some things that you've been putting before God, if there are some that maybe you are going through some dark times and you have questions and you don't understand and it doesn't make sense, I invite you to come. Lord, we come before you, Lord Jesus. Because above everything, God, a relationship with you is what matters the most, Lord God. There is nothing in this world, Jesus, that matters more than our walk with you. And though the road is difficult at times, God, though it's painful at times, Lord, though we don't understand everything that you allow, God, our trust is in you, Jesus. Our hope is in you, God. And if, Lord, in our pain we've walked away 
And if there are hurt, Lord God, we've stepped out under your covering. We are running back to you today, God. We are running back to your arms. We are running back to your shelter. We are running back to you because you are our hope. You are our strength. You are our guide. You are everything, God. And if the world and if churches around are lowering the standards, God, we will not lower standards. We will not tear down walls. If we are the only ones, God, who are standing for you, we will stand for you. If people talk about us, let them talk about us. If people murmur about us, let them murmur about us. Because we are standing firm for you, God. If we've allowed anything in our lives, God, anything in our heart that shouldn't be, God, remove it, Lord, so that our walk will be pleasing unto you, Lord God. It doesn't matter if the world likes what they see, Lord God. What is important is for you to like what you see. And let us be pleasing to you, Jesus. Let our walk be acceptable to you, God. Let us do what you want us to do, Lord Jesus. And if there is a cost, Lord God, we will pay that cost. If the road is difficult, God, we will walk the difficult road. If the road contains tears, then it is okay, God. Whatever it is that you want us to do, Lord Jesus. 